This is the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast, episode 154. Good day and welcome to this episode of the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast. I'm your host, podcaster, and author of Fun Fantasy Reads, Jamie Davis. This podcast is exactly what the title says it is, folks. It's a show focused on everything to do with fantasy and sci-fi books. We talk about epic fantasy, swords and sorcery, space opera, military sci-fi, you name it. We bring you the best and brightest authors from all the various corners of the fantasy and sci-fi book world, and we try to bring them to you here on a regular basis. So um, let's start off this week's show, and I'll fill you in with what I've been up to. I am working on wrapping up the first draft of The Paramedic Sorceress in this coming week. That is book nine in my Extreme Medical Services series. Once that draft is done, I'm going to do a little bit of work on a short story for an upcoming anthology I've been invited to join, and that'll be kind of a palate cleanser for me so I can um, get that done, and then I'll come back and start editing the paramedic sorceress to get it ready for the final edit and proofreading. You can always check out more about what I'm up to, including sneak peeks of upcoming covers. We have some special giveaways coming up as well, all over at the fan group on Facebook, Jamie's Fun Fantasy Readers. You can head over and find that on Facebook. We'd love to have you come join the fun. And um, you can also, of course, find out more about what I'm up to over at my website at jamiedavisbooks.com. Either place, I look forward to hearing from you. Okay, this week on the show, we have author Scott Kimak. Scott is a history teacher and kung fu master. He came up with the story I call him him when he was a teenager, but failed miserably to put pen to paper at the time. It took him nearly 40 years to make a second attempt. This time, the words flowed unrestrained. Mr. Kimak lives in Harlingen, Texas, with the love of his life, Diana. So let's go ahead and get into this interview with Scott and uh, talk a little bit about his book and series and upcoming projects, all here on the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast, coming up next. Hi, Scott Kimak. It's great to have you here on the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast. Welcome to the show. Oh, well, thank you for having me. This is uh, this is great. I'm really excited. Yeah, and um, I know the readers out there are going to love hearing about you and your books. Um, but uh, before we get started with that, um, tell us a little bit about your background and maybe a little bit about what got you started writing. Okay, well, um, as far as uh, my background... Um, well, I've, <laughs> I've actually had several, several, I guess, careers through my, my life. Um, uh, when I was young, I fell in love with the martial arts. And um, so originally, I wanted to be a martial arts teacher. And so I studied it as a kid. Um, I did at one point try opening up my own uh, school. But uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, I was inexperienced and stuff. And, and it shut down pretty quickly. Um, I then went into manufacturing and, and did mold making for about 18 years. Um, and then after that, I decided to uh, shift and go into um, teaching. And so I became a, a school teacher, and that's still what I do today. Um, I teach uh, history and um, psychology. Um, and uh, But, uh, you know, my, my uh, uh, on the side, um, 
you know, what I've recently started actually just in the last couple of years is that I turned to writing. Um, actually, when I was young, when I was a kid, um, I had a, uh, you know, a passion for writing. I, I, I used to gobble up uh, science fiction and fantasy. Um, I, I uh, read all the Edgar Rice Burroughs books, you know, Tarzan and John Carter of Mars and all that stuff. And um, I tried giving writing a hand, uh, writing a, a, a try when I was uh, about 13, 14 years old, I think I tried, I tried doing it. And um, at that time, I was also studying martial arts. And I was real excited. I wrote the first couple pages to this actual story that I've written now. And um, I uh, brought it to my my Shifu, my, my Kung Fu teacher. And I showed it to him. And I looked up to this guy and I admired him and, you know, thought he was God, basically. Uh, turns out he was I was just the opposite. He was actually a really a real jerk. <laughs> but anyway, um, I showed it to him and he just laughed at it. And he says, forget about this this stuff. You know, he says, uh, just worry about your kung fu training, and so that just kind of crushed me. And I never tried writing again until just two years ago. And um, I have the summers off, you know, being a school teacher, um, so I had a lot of free time. And I was sitting around one day, and I just said to myself, I said, you know what? I'm going to try to write that story that I tried writing 40 years ago. And um, I just, you know, started typing away, and I kept going and going and. I didn't stop. I mean, until my fingers were numb. I mean, I, I t all day long, I was just, you know, it just kept coming and coming. And uh, I wouldn't, I showed it to my wife and, uh, you know, and she loved it. And she's like, wow, this is really good, you know? And, and uh, yeah, and that's just how it kind of happened. So there was a, I guess, a 40 year delay in, in trying to become an author, but it finally happened. <laughs> so. That's great. And, and I, you know, unfortunate as it is that you got that negative feedback from your instructor, it's still, at least you found the way back at some point and, and were able to tell the story. And it's interesting to see how many authors talk about how quickly stories flow when, when you're in the mode. I, you know, I, I don't think, you know, some people think it takes years and years and years to write books, but it, it doesn't have to. And, and there's been many great books out there, um, you know, that were written very quickly, um, you know, surprisingly fast when you, when you actually talk to the, the authors themselves or what it took them to get the actual story down. Now they might take more time editing and, and fixing, you know, things, but the story structure itself comes out very quickly. I, I find. Oh yeah. You know, um, I, yeah, I, I get in a, yeah, exactly. I get in this like mode and, um, I kind of, uh, it's weird. I, I kind of become lost in the character. Like I, you know, like I become the characters and I just feel myself. Um, I don't know. I, I, it just keeps coming. It just keeps flowing and flowing. And, uh, uh, I take on their emotions and everything. I mean, it's, it, it's weird. My wife makes fun of me sometimes, you know, <laughs> she'll catch me teary eyed or something. She goes, what are you crying about? I said, well, what I'm writing right now. She goes, but you're the one writing it. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but you know, it just, it, it almost feels like I, you know, I become the characters and I feel what they feel. And, uh, um, yeah, it, it'll just take me off on another tangent. You know, sometimes I'll think I'm going in one direction w with the story you know, I'll kind of have a skeleton figured out, but then all of a sudden, you know, it just takes me in a different way, you know, just something pops into my head as I'm going along and, and, and I just all of a sudden start moving in a totally different direction. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a weird experience, you know? 
I think that's one of the greatest joys of writing for me is, is when, uh, you know, the characters surprise me. Um, yeah. and, and people, you know, like your wife told you, I mean, people say that's, that's nuts. You know, this is coming from your head. You're supposed to know where it's going. And I'm like, no, when, when the characters do something that surprises me, I know it will surprise the readers too. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's really a weird experience and, and I love it and I enjoy it. And I've, yeah, it's, it's become an obsession for me, you know, and it's, it's funny cause this, this, like I said, this is just in the last two years. Um, that I've really uh, turned to this. And yeah, I'm just, I mean, that's, I, I wish I had more time, you know, but I'm still, you know, busy with my teaching job and so forth. But, but when I, whenever I can, I mean, if it's during lunchtime, I'm sneaking it in or, you know, on the weekends or <laughs> whenever I can find it. And it just, it's kind of like an obsession. It almost takes you over, you know, and it's, uh, it's really a, a, a neat experience, you know, um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm you know really excited where it's leading, and, and uh, I look forward to continue writing you know more and more books. So, so let's talk about the um, I call him him trilogy, which is an interesting turn of phrase, um, but it, it kind of makes sense when you start reading into the description of the, the books. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about the genesis of that? You said you started it when you were younger. Um, but you know, I'm sure you've brought a, a different viewpoint to it as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Like, um, I mean, I don't have the original pages when I started when I was a kid. I don't know. I don't know what happened to them. I probably threw them out, but, um, I'm sure the story wouldn't be this, you know, be the same. I mean, I, I remember that, you know, I had an, I, you know, this idea of this post-apocalyptic unnamed warrior that, you know, travels the wastelands, you know, fighting evil, um, but, um, yeah, there's, there's experiences, uh, uh, from my own life, you know, that, uh, I put into the book, you know, that, you know, happened over the last 40 years. So of course I wouldn't have had those in there when, when I was, when I was a kid. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I guess, you know, in one way, like I can say, you know, like, oh, I wish I would have started writing 40 years ago, but then again, it, it might not be the, the same story or turned out into what I wanted it to actually be, you know, how it is today. Um, because of those uh, personal experiences that I've added in there, um, you know, I, I, I changed things around a little bit, you know, and added a little, made it a little more dramatic and so forth. But you know, there actually are some things from from my life that you know happened that I've I've shoved in there. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, um, I guess uh, uh, you know part of it when I was a kid, I, I went to a Catholic private school, you know, so it was all drilled into our heads, you know, all these stories about the fight of good against evil and so forth. So I think that's probably part of what, you know, inspired me for the idea to try to uh, kind of make this, uh, you know, apocalyptic uh, final battle, you know, of, 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 you know, what's left of humanity. And, you know, cause, cause, well, ba well basically, you know, the story is that, um, this man and his family, you know, they, uh, there's a nuclear, nuclear war and, you know, they go underground and when it comes time to return and try to start civilization up again, this evil presence now controls of what is left of mankind. Um, and, uh, I mean, this isn't really a spoiler cause you, you find this out right away, but the, the man's family gets murdered. And, uh, so he just, you know, flips, you know, he, he loses it, you know, basically goes insane and, um, you know, becomes this, uh, this killing machine, you know, just that's all he can think about. Um, and, and, 
And that's where the problem starts to occur, though. Like, has he gone so far that he can't return? You know, has he has he turned to darkness and, and he'll never be able to come back and be who he once was before? Um, and he ends up um, meeting this this young girl. And, and I don't want to say too much about it, but there's something very special about her. And that kind of that's when things, you know, start to change. But but we don't know if it's too late, you know, if, if he's gone too far, you know, into the darkness that he can't return, you know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, um, um, I, I, uh, you know, uh, just love writing this, uh, you know, post-apocalyptic, uh, you know, era and, uh, you know, it's dark and gritty. Um, you know, uh, it's filled uh, with tons of martial arts, of course, cause I have my martial arts experience. Um, you know, so there's all kinds of sword play and, and, and fighting in there. Um, you know, so, uh, I try to make it, you know, very realistic, um, you know, and use, you know, techniques and so forth that, you know, I can actually visualize and see that I know. And, you know, and so, uh, um, yeah, it's 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 been a, a real, real fun experience, you know, being able to, to write it now and put it down on paper and uh, being able to get it out there and have other people see it and, you know, see how they feel about it. So, uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And I like that you've used a, a, a really common theme of you know, for, plus first good versus evil, but also that, that, that common genre, I don't want to say trick, but, but the hook of that character who is the, the drifter with no name that, you know, Clint Eastwood made a career out of that character. Right. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. The spaghetti Westerns. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I used to watch those when I was young too. So, so maybe that's part of the thing that inspired me also um, to, you know, yeah, I guess it's um, you know, I, some people have, have have said it's a little bit like uh, the Punisher and the Book of Eli. Uh, that movie, I don't know if you've seen that movie with Denzel Washington. Yes. Uh, you know, yeah, it's kind of like a little bit of a combination of, of those two things because uh, there's a little bit of that you know religious overtones to it, but then it's it's not a um, you know how do I say it like uh, you know goody two shoe. Um, the, I guess, I don't know. I don't want to stereotype of the average uh, Christian book, you know, like that, because, you know, this is a much darker, you know, I guess it's, I guess it's like a rated R Christian book or something, if you want to say, you know. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's got that, you know, dark grittiness to it, making it uh, more realistic. And, and that's kind of the way I wanted to do it, you know, um, you know, because I, I've read some Christian books and so forth. And, um, uh, but I always felt like, at least the ones that I read, that, you know, they kind of uh, didn't have that realism to it. Like if, if there's something truly evil out there, you know, you've got to show that, you know, it's not going to be like, oh, and he was upset. And so he spit, you know, <laughs> no, he's upset. So he ripped their juggler vein out, you know, <laughs> or, you know, or whatever, you know, I mean, there's going to be that, uh, you know, I wanted to show, you know, more that, that, that darker, darker side to it, even, you know, of, of that, uh, sense of evil to it. So it's a, it got a little bit of that horror element to it also. So that, that I think that's what kind of makes it unique. It's, a, it's kind of multi, multi-genre, you know, um, you know, I would say it's post-apocalyptic, but it's got elements of fantasy, horror, and Christian inside of it. So, you know. Well, and, and, and you almost, I, I think in order to characterize truly evil things and, and the, the horrible things that, that mankind is capable of in their most evil yeah. moments, you, you have to be able to, to have them be as dark as they are to right. show 
to show the shining brightness of good that, that can yeah. change things. Um, and I think that the darker you can take that evil to a certain extent to characterize it. Um, otherwise the light doesn't shine as brightly when it, when yeah. it does show up. That, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's what I wanted to do. I want, I wanted to, um, you know, I wanted it to hit people's emotions, you know, to, to shock them a little bit at times and, and, uh, you know, really make them, uh, you know, feel that and, and see that side and, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, know, know that this is, this is not a future that we want to happen, you know, that I, that I show in the, in, in my book, you know, I wanted to, to say like, Hey, this is what happens if, you know, we're not careful and the, and the worst of people end up getting control, you know, this is how things could be. And, and so we need to, you know, fight back and, and have that essence of good inside of us and, you know, not let something like this happen. So, um, but, uh, yeah, you know, it, it's, uh, it, it's been a fun ride, um, you know, so far. So, uh, I'm, uh, I'm really excited. And, and, uh, you know, I, I, um, the first, you know, the first book is out. The second book is actually already ready for pre-order too. So, and I'm currently writing the third one. Um, I'm more than halfway done with that. So, you know, to finish up the trilogy, but, um, but I still have a lot of ideas from there too, that I want to continue. So, (laughs) no, that's great. And I saw that that book two was out for pre-order and coming out in May, which is exciting for people. I know folks always like to know that there are more books on the way when they start a a series like this, because, um, you know, some authors have not, don't write, you know, and put out books as quickly or, or don't finish series. So, um, it's exciting to hear that you're already working on book three in the trilogy and, and, uh, folks are going to be excited about that. So, um, I call him, him is out now. Um, the angel of death, which is the next book is coming out in May. Um, what, what do you foresee? Are you going to continue working in this world with other stories as you, after you finish the trilogy or are you looking in different directions for other, other ideas down the road? Well, I've, I've got some, I've got several ideas still with this and, and some other, other uh, directions, but um, yeah, what I, um, what I want to do actually is I want to go and, and do a prequel um, to it because, you know, it, it already starts, even though I have some flashbacks and so forth, you know, it starts in this post-apocalyptic world but I would like to go back and show like how it actually got there and go more in depth on that. So I would like to do a prequel. Um, but then some of the side characters that are in the book, um, I've really grown to love them. And, uh, so I'd like to do, you know, solo, uh, you know, novels with them or, or even trilogies with them and continue on. Um, there's, uh, uh, one girl in particular, um, this young, um, a uh, Mexican girl named Katie, uh, which uh, I really, <laughs> I made her basically after my wife. Um, and she's a real fire starter, you know, uh, I guess like my wife too. <laughs> so she's she's got this uh, rough, tough, fiery personality, you know, and doesn't put up with anybody's crap. And uh, she, um, uh, I, I would really enjoy doing some some novel, more novels with her and, and spreading out with her. Um, I have some other intriguing characters in there too. There is a, there's an actual Shaolin monk. That's uh, one of the characters. Um, and I'd like to do some more with him. Um, so yeah, I, I, I definitely have, uh, you know, 
probably at least an, you know for an idea for about five or six other books you know with some of these characters um and then um uh i've often uh thought you know um I, i'm uh, originally i'm originally from chicago i live in, in texas now but uh my grandfather who who's passed away oh, i don't know over 10 years ago um he had a very unusual life um, where he was, uh, you know, actually involved with uh, some, you know, mafia type people from, uh, you know, downtown Chicago and so forth. And so he had all kinds of stories, you know, he used to tell us and stuff. And so I often thought about, um, you know, doing something about him and uh, my aunts and my uncles, my dad, they have so many stories, you know, that they kind of know, uh, you know, about his, uh, you know, uh, escapades and so forth. So, uh, yeah, so I've kind of thought about branching off and doing something like that, you know, do a, a, a good fellows type thing, you know, <laughs> which, uh, would be really interesting to write. So th that's something else I'm kind of thinking about too, but, uh, yeah, we'll see where, we'll see where things go. No, it's great. And, and I love how, you know, that you've discovered other characters as you write, I've done the same thing. And, um, I've, I've had a lot of fun, like polling readers to, to, you know, let, let them tell me which of the side characters they'd like to see a story about next. Um, because I'm often surprised by, you know, the ones I think that are going to connect better are not always the ones that are actually making those connections. Um, and I've, I've had other authors tell me the same thing that they were all set to write story about character B and lo and behold, it was character F that everybody wanted to hear more about. And, and so, um, they were glad that they reached out and polled readers about things like that. So you, you, I'll be interested to hear, you know, how that works out for you because, you know, there are so many ways to expand upon our worlds and our universes. And it sounds like you have an incredibly rich and diverse, um, world that you've developed here in this post-apocalyptic, um, place. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, it's definitely one thing, you know, I, I made it, uh, diverse. Um, and, and most, many of the characters, well, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, all the characters are really based off of people that I know in my life or a combination of them. Um, the, the character of him, I, he's basically, a little bit like me, you know, the, but just, uh, the, the darker side of it. Like, you know, I, I kind of imagined, you know, what if my family was murdered? Like what would happen to me? You know, would I flip? And, you know, so, uh, you know, so I, I kind of, that's kind of, I, sometimes I see myself inside of him, but the, you know, that darker side. Um, and then many of the other characters are really yeah, based off of, uh, you know, one character I base a little bit off my daughter, another character, like I said, is off my wife. Um, I have one character that's um, this guy named Bill, and uh, he's just he's the comic relief. And um, he's basically a combination of my uh, school, you know, my friends from school that I, I'm still friends with, you know, for the last you know 50 years. <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, you know, just uh, he's he's the joker of the group, you know, and uh, uh, he, he's a, he's an intriguing character. He's really fun. I really enjoy uh the banter that I have with him and, and other characters, you know, going back and forth, um, which, but it's really just taken from the banter that I have with my friends to, still to this day, you know, when we get, get on the phone and talk to each other. Um, the Shaolin monk that I mentioned is, uh, um, 
basically a combination of some of my Kung Fu teachers through, through the years, you know, that I kind of, kind of used, uh, him along that way, you know, as I was learning martial arts. Um, so yeah, you know, um, uh, really, yeah, it, it is, di- it is diverse because, um, uh, you know, I have, you know, you know, Asian and Hispanic and, um, uh, African American, you know, characters in and uh, Caucasian, you know, so yeah, it is, it is a pretty diverse, uh, uh, group of characters. Um, and, and I think that has to do partially, uh, with my, um, you know, with my upbringing, um, you know, I, some of my closest, my best friend is Cuban, you know, I mean, um, you know, one of my other you know friends was Greek, you know, and, and they all, you know, spoke their, the languages flu- fluently and so forth. So I, I, I guess I was always around different, uh, uh, you know, different types of people and so forth growing up. And, um, and then I ended up moving from Chicago to Southern Texas, which is, you know, 98%, you know, Mexican down here. And I married a Mexican woman. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, you know, so I've, uh, I I think that's what, you know, kind of made me want to, you know, do this book that was, uh, had a lot of different, you know, types of races in it and diverse characters. But, uh, instead of, um, you know, right now there's so much garbage going on about all, you know, all this, you know, uh, racism and so forth that people are seeing. And, and, and I wanted to be able to put that aside and say, you know, that there's something more important, you know, this fight of good versus evil rather than race against race, you know, and so that races would have to combine together, you know, to fight against this, because that's the, that's the true, the true enemy, you know, is, is evil. So, um, yeah, you know, that, that's, uh, um, where I, you know, see things going and, and yeah, I really enjoy, you know, being able to have all these different types of characters to, to, uh, to write about. Well, Scott, it's great having you on the show. I mean, we're running out of time, so I just want to thank you. Um, where's a good place for people to connect with you online? Um, as we kind of close down here. Okay. Um, well is, yeah, as far as you can, uh, you know, uh, follow me on, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook or, or TikTok, <laughs> and actually, um, and, and it's all real simple. My my, you know, my name on all of those is just my name, Scott Kimak. You know, so excellent. Well, we'll we'll definitely have links um, in the show notes to your books and and how to connect with you, um, Scott. Thanks so much for coming on the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci Fi Podcast. It's been great chatting with you, and, and best of luck to you in in your future books and endeavors. All right. Thank you so much. I I, I really appreciate it. That will wrap up this episode of the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast. Make sure you catch up with us for a whole lot more from the Fantasy and Sci-Fi Focus community, which you can find over on Facebook or over at fantasy-focus.com. Leave a comment on this episode and let me know what's on your mind. Also, while you're over there on the episode page at fantasy-focus.com, don't forget to subscribe to the show. There are links right there below the audio player at the top of each episode page. Uh, So subscribe to the show so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. We've got some awesome authors coming up for you, including a special chat with author and former police officer Patrick O'Donnell, and that's in the next episode. So you'll want to come back for that. 
That's it for this episode, though. And uh, so I want to thank you for checking out the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jamie Davis, author of Fun Fantasy Reads. Don't forget to follow me over on Facebook in my Fun Fantasy Readers group or over at my website at jamiedavisbooks.com, where if you want, you can get a free book. Just sign up for my newsletter. There's a link right there in the right side of the front page. Whatever you do, though, subscribe and come back here for the next podcast. And in the meantime, don't forget to keep your eyes open out there, folks, because there's magic all around you.